0: praise the lord everybody everybody praise the lord welcome back it's a new year i am excited about what god is gonna be doing on this year i know i have been gone for a minute um i took a trip down to tennessee to celebrate my birthday with my youngest daughter and then um, i got sick well i was already sick but um it's been an interesting the uh, last couple of weeks, but, you know, God is a healer. Um, I thank God that it could have been worse than what it was, um, but it was not. So I'm thankful for that, but we're going to jump right on in here and get started. But let's have a moment of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for this new year, God. Thank you for what you're going to do on this year, God. Thank you that... Um, You are going to bring some exciting things to pass um, in our lives and in the lives of every believer, God. God, we thank you, God, for your miracle signs and wonders. God, we thank you for the word that will come forward on today, God. Hide me behind the cross, God, that uh, the listeners might hear you in Jesus' name. Amen. So it looks like the last time I was on here, I was talking about getting your priorities online, and that was from uh, December Around December twenty sixth, around the end of the year, uh, looks like I had some scriptures coming out of Matthew six and thirty three, Colossians three eighteen through twenty two, dealing with the order of family, uh, Titus two and six, talking about self control, First Timothy five and eight, and uh, being able to take care of yourself first. Um, a couple highlights from that. Um, I used, uh, my mother used to say, getting your priorities straight. And it's basically uh, when you've got things reversed, um, things that should come first are not um, coming first. And talking a little bit about uh, people that God is joined together. Let no man put asunder, talking about finances, getting uh, your finances, uh, your debt paid off. And then always um, about God, getting that relationship with God, seeking God first, seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness. And then all those things will be added on to you. So this week's topic is going to be um, communicating with your future spouse. And the first scripture that I have is James 1, 19 through 20. And it says that everybody should um, be quick to listen, so to speak, and slow to become angry. It's a very, very familiar um, passage, and it can be used here for people who are um, preparing for marriage. Um, the... The story that came to mind is when I worked as a 911 dispatcher. And one of the most important job skills that you had to have for this position was listening. And so when I went to do my physical, I had to take a couple of uh, hearing tests. And one of the tests was with words. So there was like a tape recorder and a man was saying, certain words, and I had to uh, repeat that word um, and what I, or what I thought, or what word I thought he was saying. And then there was the the other test where I was literally in a booth and I would hear these high-pitched and low-pitched sounds. And according to what side, the left or the right side I heard it on, I would have to raise my hand. So So listening was very important for this job because um, people um, will call in, some of them would be frantic, Um, some of them would have other issues going on, but you had to be able to listen and hear because um, you needed to get as much detail as possible, and especially in, in a short period of time because sometimes the calls would disconnect or... Um, sometimes like I said it could be their speech um, you know they could have been intoxicated or on the under the influence of some type of uh, of drug and so you had to really be able to hear and listen also even when you would get on the radio to dispatch units or um, emergency vehicles if necessary um, you had to be able to, to hear and communicate with them um, so listening um was very 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 vital and very very important um, to this job because you don't want the to send the authorities out there with their you know guns blazing their guns ready if it wasn't that uh, type of situation or the situation didn't warrant the need for for that type of approach or you don't want to dispatch an ambulance versus um a fire truck or vice versa if that wasn't needed. So you had to make sure that you were really, really paying attention um, and really, really listening to the caller and gathering as much uh, information as possible, even down to the description of um, the person or the uh, subject um, that was in question or that had the emergency. And so why are you saying all that? Well, you know, my mother used to say, um, an understanding is the best thing in the world. Well, what she meant was, you know, you, you have to communicate. So in order to get an understanding, there has to be some kind of communication. There has to be something verbally that's, that's stated. Otherwise, how are you going to arrive at an understanding? So, Listening and uh, hearing the other person's side um, before interjecting or interrupting is key. Why? Because you can miss details and you can misinterpret or you can misconstrue statements. Um, Plus, it shows that you truly do care to hear what the other person um, is saying and how they feel and they also that you care to rectify that situation so so remember you know it, whatever whatever you won't take the time to to do in this case listen and hear your partner out someone else will so in other words, you don't want um, your future spouse or your fiance um, going to somebody else and and talking about your relationship or whatever the matter is between you two with everybody else and not uh, talking with you first about it. So you want to make sure that you have that good communication um, going in to the marriage. So going back to the scripture, um, the first thing that James tells us to be is to be quick to listen. Quick to listen. And that's basically what we just covered. So now we're moving on to being slow, uh, being slow to speak. So Again, you wanna pay attention. You wanna be attentive. You know, you wanna, you just wanna act like you're interested in what the other person is saying. Um, You know, make sure you don't jump to conclusions. Um, Remember everything doesn't warrant a response right then. And what I mean by that is sometimes um, you don't have an answer. At that moment for whatever is going on, and that's okay. Um, You can still discuss it to the best of your ability, but if you don't have a solution right then, I mean, it's okay for both of you to pray and seek God for an answer. And, you know, depending on how deep the situation is, you know, you might need to seek a a pastor or minister or a counselor. Uh, But don't just say anything um, just to get, you know, the conversation, you know, done and over with. You know, really, really um, make sure that you're being attentive. We're talking about communicating here. Um, So watch uh, your response. You watch how you respond. You know, check your tone. Now, the scripture I have here is Proverbs 15 and 1. Remember, a soft word turns away wrath. But uh, a harsh word stirs up anger. So, you know, like I said, be slow. Um, be slow to speak. Slow to speak. But... That also leads me into my next point, which is uh, being slow to anger. The scripture I have down here, which probably could have went with uh, slow to speak. Proverbs twenty nine eleven: A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. So, you know, you don't want to uh to be so easily angered, but I know sometimes that's easier said than done, especially um uh, when you're having heated discussions, as I like to call them, or also known as um arguments. Um but you know, don't don't be so easily angered, you know, and that's I guess that's kind of why it's important to go ahead and address things and keep things out in, in the open and, and keep good communication because sometimes we're easily angered because stuff has been building up. We've been holding stuff in. And, um, if, if he's not going to talk, then I'm not going to talk. And if she's not going to be honest then I'm not going to be honest. And that just, you know, causes, uh, everything to escalate. So by the time you do say something, everybody is, you know, on edge, and it just goes through the roof. And sometimes, you know, it's just better to um, discuss situations at a later time. Um, you know, the Bible does say, you know, don't don't go to bed on your wrath. So yeah, you do need to work things out. Don't you know? Um, but maybe um, you might have to wait to a more appropriate time, or you know, wait till. Um, one of you or the both of you cools down a bit, um, or maybe you know the setting where you are is not appropriate. You know, if you're out in public or, or if you're in front of your children, you know, it might not be a good time to to have this type of uh communication in, in front of um your children or or in, even in public. Um, When my late husband and I had problems, you know, I'd send my children away. I'd send them away to be with family. And it wasn't um, that I was trying to hide, that we were having problems. Um, They already knew um, because, again, they were children, so I couldn't send them away uh, to the weekend. So if we had been fussing during the week, I mean, they, you know, they were already aware of it. But I would sometimes send them away so um, that I can protect their spirits um, from, you know, further potential yelling or arguing, and then uh, have some alone time or private time to try to discuss and rectify um, the situation with my spouse in private, but You know, watch your temper. Um, Remember um, that you have vows. um, And that you're in a covenant with this person. You made a promise before God with this person. And uh, remember, um, there's life and death in a tongue. So you don't want to provoke your partner, you know. So watch, watch your words, you know. Don't use harsh words and um, name-calling and, you know, calling people things out of their names and, you know, stuff to, to push people's buttons that will cause them to anger. Um, don't make excuses. Um, we have a lot of technology nowadays. You know, we have... Um, Cell phones, we have tablets, we have smart watches, computers, laptops, you have your own mouth. So don't leave your future spouse hanging. You know, keep that line of communication open. Um, Even if something happens with your phone, you know, everybody nowadays has a phone. So there's still no excuse. Pray together. As well as individually. Let your spouse, your future spouse, hear you. Pray for him or her. And then in your own private time, pray for one another. You know, I can't tell you how many times God revealed things to me about my late spouse um, through through prayer or while I was in prayer. Know your spouse. Um, if he or she tends to be chatty and then out of the blue becomes quiet, something could be wrong and vice versa. If all of a sudden he or she um, goes from you know quiet to chatty, it could be something. It doesn't always have to be. But you can still communicate with them about it. I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt anything, especially if it's not anything serious. But, you know, sometimes you just you never know what people are going through. I mean, you know, God does not reveal to me everything. I don't know what he reveals to you, but he's he's not telling me everybody's business. And quite frankly, I don't want to know. Um, that's a lot of burdens to bear. And that's that's not my position. That's God, that's God's position. So, you know, let God be God. And then there's, you know, such thing as nonverbal communication. So, you know, study your partner, know, know your future spouse, know, know their body language. I mean, if he scratches his head, you know, it means this if he taps his finger on the, on the table maybe he's getting irritated or annoyed or impatient or or if he shakes his leg or both maybe he's nervous or anxious about something but if he sleeps turned away from you and normally it's the other way way around you know what's that mean uh, if he doesn't touch you or he's not being as affectionate as he was before, he could be <clears throat> mad or frustrated with you. You know, if he folds his arms, pay attention to the signs, you know, nonverbal comm- communication, body language. You know, if he stops bringing you flowers, if he stops calling, um, it may not be a need for an alarm, but I mean you can still know each other inside and out, I and mean, you can still you can still inquire. You know, um, we go out of our way sometimes to find out stuff that's not even our business, but we won't take that time sometimes to um, see about uh, the person that we are talking about committing our lives to. So if you can go out out of your way to try to find out other people's business and what's going on in the lives of everybody else, then surely you should be able to communicate with your significant other. So another thing about communication, you don't always have to win the argument or have the last word. And I know sometimes has, you know, really, I guess both sexes, you know, you can be that type of person that wants to have the last word or you always have to be right. And the truth is, you know, who really wins a fight? who really wins and the really the only thing that you're proving is the lack of respect and honor for your spouse or your partner as well as other things immaturity. you know there, there's other things that you know could be said there but remember that you are married you are um engaged to be married so you're coming into a contract so to speak a partnership um, and it's not just about you anymore it's just not about one person's feelings or what one person wants to do Um so you can't um, be selfish and self-seeking all the time you have to consider the other person um, and that is the the beauty sometimes of being single um, because it's just you. Make sure you just don't listen with your ears. You know, everybody, people nowadays especially have itchy ears. They always want to hear and hear what somebody's saying and hear. But make sure you listen with your heart. how do you listen with your heart you know you you just got to be in tune and with your other the other person and and more so you got to be in tune with god i don't know if you ever had god speak something directly to your heart but he does do it also listen in prayer you know, don't just, you know, go to God in prayer. My spouse did this and my spouse did that. And, I, you know, I'm tired of him. I'm tired of her. He won't put the toilet seat down. The You know, they ain't doing this. And they made these promises and all that all kind of stuff. And God never gets the word in. God's trying to give you the answer. He's trying to help you understand. But you're not, you're not listening. You know, once you get through rattling off what you got to say, in Jesus' name, amen, and you gone. But you know, take some time, pray for a little bit. And I'm not saying don't pray; pray for a little bit, and then stop and listen. Don't be in such a hurry that you can't um stop and listen to God and see if God is uh saying anything. Also, I have in here listen with your eyes. And again, that's going back to that nonverbal communication. You know, knowing the signs, watching the signs, watching the uh, body language, watching the actions. They were doing this before. Now they're not doing it. You know, pay attention. And, you know, don't communicate with um, an outside source. And when I say that, I mean, like your mother, your father, a friend, a cousin, whoever. Don't communicate with others about your uh, future spouse, about your relationship. More than you do with with your future spouse unless you guys have agreed to that or you have um, chosen somebody that you can go to again like a pastor minister or a counselor you know don't tell everybody about your uh, your relationship even leading up to your marriage don't don't tell everybody um sometimes people don't have the right motives Sometimes people don't have uh, the right information. Sometimes people are biased. Um, you know, sometimes you might just be telling it in a way where you're trying to get people on your side. And it's not actually 100% truthful or it didn't actually go down that way. So, you know, make sure that you're seeking a wise counsel. Because some people don't know how to deal with all that information. And you're telling them, and they're going into and telling everybody else. And pretty soon you wonder why, you know, everybody knows your business or you're getting all these phone calls um, because you confided in somebody who um, doesn't know how to be confident. So just... Just, you know, just make sure you're just making wise decisions um, even now as you prepare for your marriage. And I know there's probably more <clears throat> things that can be said about communicating, um, but those were the main things that that God brought up to me while I was uh, studying for this podcast. So I hope that there was something that was said um, that really stuck out and something that you felt was beneficial. Um, Some type of wisdom nugget that you can take with you and keep with you um, before you start your, your commitment, your marriage um, to your future spouse. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close with this prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we, we thank you for this time. We thank you, God, that you are teaching us how to communicate, God, even before marriage, God, so that we might have a strong marriage, God, not, uh, a, a perfect marriage, not a marriage where, um, nothing will ever, 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 uh, need to be uh, discussed or there will never be issues God but that we will know how to handle those issues and handle those disagreements in a godly way and still have a healthy marriage God so God we thank you God that you are the ultimate communicator and that we will keep you in the midst of every uh, relationship um, but especially uh, with the one That we say our I do's to. So we thank you and we praise you, God. And it's in your presence, precious Son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.